for the ghoul friends who, like us, can't fully function without our morning cup of coffee and have to make everything spooky, meet Coven Coffee. Each coffee has its own unique blend with an adorable name to match, like Sinispell, Cosmic Chocolate Hazelnut, Wicked Awakening, and more. You'll have to let us know on the podcast which flavors your go-to after you've tried them all. The packaging alone with Coven Coffee Company is so adorable and perfect for our listeners. Go to covencoffeecompany.com and use 2Cools20 for 20% off of your entire order today. We're going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, The Lesson Foundry. The Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. They have passionate and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers during each lesson and less time commuting to your appointments. The Lesson Foundry is extremely easy to use and laid out in a very user-friendly format. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees that they have in the field, and other related achievements. All lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Most half-hour sessions cost between $35 to $40 per week, and signups are for one month. However, you can cancel it at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. The Lesson Foundry has been kind enough to provide our listeners with an exclusive promo code for $25 off of your purchase of any lessons by using code 2GHOULS, 2GHOULS. Uh, call 410-404-8226 to speak with a representative about the Lesson Foundry or click the link in the description below. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. Welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin... Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. Oh, they photoshopped their grave oh. and they did it for months. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got King Eddie, Michelangelo. I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude. <laughs> We're going to go, wow, wow. I can't hear you. Hold up. Now I feel like I can't hear myself either. It's not it's not two rules without a technical difficulty. <laughs> oh shit, that says that that's too loud. I can't hear you. I'm I'm worried that it's my end, to be honest. Like I'm about to play something and make sure that I can hear. I'm about to like play a YouTube video or some shit. I can hear that. I can't hear you. I don't hear anything. Ah! I don't know what's going on. Let me see if you're, if I can hear your sound in the live. Like, I'm seriously worried that it's something wrong with mine. Mm-mm. I just fucking figured out why. 
<laughs> had my fucking mute on like a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't figure it out. All right, now we got to figure it out. All right, guys, welcome yeah. to the Two Ghouls Podcast. Where we have welcome. technical difficulties every yeah, week. Always. Every. Your mic sounds like it's off. Just like off? Yeah, it almost sounds like you're talking to me through like a separate mic. Just, I'm just wanted to point that. I know. I'm sorry. And Danny left. So, well, it's not that bad. It's just, it just sounds like it's not your mic. I don't know if it's like this is the only mic that's plugged in. Maybe so, it's me. Maybe it's my. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's in me. the live, it sounded fine. I think. Okay, as long as it sounded fine in the live, then I don't care. Anyway, is it hard to hear me though? Nope. I got Wait. you. I can hear you. Does it sound I'm weird in the live to you? <laughs> oh, yours sounds normal. Yeah. It, it sounds, sounds fine. fine. Okay, good. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. We, we are like all over the place, guys. But yeah. anyway, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? I was going to like say like this whole spiel. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go over to trigger warnings? Oh, for this one this one is going to be a hot one guys definitely hot steamy one scary hot steamy Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. pulling up the trigger warning while you guys are here drop your zodiacs in the chat we'd love to see where you're watching yeah. from who you might be and we can read you your horoscope if descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health specifically for this episode, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you get the fuck out. This podcast is not for you. You have okay. been warned. Yes, you have. Uh, let's do horoscopes. Okay. You know what? I, I was just telling Katie, like... um. Normally, when we're when we're streaming or whatever, um, both Katie and I are hosts or whatever. Yeah, in our like system. Well, Danny had to do that like reboot on the computer, that like like yeah. soft factory reset, and I think it's just like screwed everything up. So I think that that oh, might actually be why because I had to like type in my. I'm sorry. Um, I wish you could see everybody. We got three people okay. here. Um, just I get. Let me know if. There. I'll tell you if anything yeah. goes on. I'll let so you know. Let's... Hold on. Let me go get the baby. BRB. Okay. Also, guys, um, if oops, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen this morning that I posted. Um, I posted about Coven Coffee because I got my Coven Coffee. Dad order. Dash should be home soon. What was that? <laughs> I'm talking about my Coven Coffee order while you were away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got my Coven Coffee order, guys. This is like the best coffee combo because I'm a I'm a chocolate and coffee girl. Yeah. And I made myself some iced coffee. Where's the logo? Oh, it's probably hard to see because of the, the cute coven coffee. It's literally like you can't like see it because color, of the it? color of the coffee. But <laughs> I bet it's so good though. So it's like chocolate mousse. I mean, you yeah. put chocolate drizzle in it, which just sounds like I put chocolate creamer in it. Oh, oh my God. It's God. so freaking good. Joey's bringing my coffee. I ended up having to get it from Duncan today because the Starbucks by him was closed. No. I know. It's like, fine. It is. All right. Nice. So 
Katie's horoscope, she's a cancer. Hers says a future course of action that you may or may not take could depend on information that you might receive today. However, don't be surprised if the information is vague and needs to be clarified. On top of it all, you might not be able to reach the person who can clear it up for you. Hang in there. You won't. You'll want to make up your mind as soon as possible. Interesting. Does it resonate? Kind of. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. All right. Wasn't as like spooky scary as last yeah. time, which sometimes they just are. They're just bonkers. But last week was that was really scary. Like, really scary. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay, so mine. I'm a Taurus. My birthday is actually tomorrow. Getting old up in this bitch. Mine says a lost object could have all the members of your household going through every room trying to find it. Probably without success. Visitors could pitch in as well and help with the search. The item is probably in a fairly large room that everybody uses, probably among other objects. If no one locates it, however, let it go for now. It could reappear later as if by magic. Interesting. I don't think that I, I've lost anything. <laughs> That's interesting. We'll have to watch out for the next week or so if you end up looking for something. Our eyes are matching today. Oh, yeah. We kind of got uh, like the, the turquoise color uh, going on. It's nice. Uh, your mom says, read mine. I believe that's your mom anyway. Okay. And while you're reading hers, I'm going to go actually go get Sunny. So okay. I have her with me. Okay. So my mom, she is a Scorpio and her says, communication could take some extra effort today. A business or romantic partner could seem like they're keeping things from you. You might get some uneasy vibes and wonder if there's trouble with your partnership. Don't be afraid to ask. Your friend probably won't tell you what the problem is, but re but will reassure you that it has nothing to do with you. If so, it isn't your business. Let it go. Hmm. Interesting. I hope you guys are doing good and having a happy hump day. If you celebrate Easter, hope you had a good Easter. If you celebrate Ramadan, happy Ramadan. I think that's still happening, right? I think. I'm like trying to see the further I drink it down, if you can like see, oh, you can start to see the the top of the, so it says Coven Coffee Co. on it. It's just like impossible to see when there's actually iced coffee in it. Cute little glass and a ridiculously, <laughs> a ridiculously large straw for the size cup that I'm using. But I wanted to get some reusable straws, but I, I must not have looked at the measurements <laughs> when I um, bought those off Amazon. So here's your uh, sign to uh, look at the size of straws on Amazon before you buy them. <laughs> I have a very pissed baby right now. She's uh -oh. like yelling at me. Come here. You want to say hi? <laughs> oh, now she's like, are you sure? She's like, what? <laughs> really, mom? <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? What was going on? Oh, I was talking about how like I'm drinking down the coffee and you can see, you can finally start to see oh, yeah, the start of the the logo and then i was like look at my ridiculously large <laughs> the environment straw i was like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go on amazon and like buy some reusable straws but they're and too I, big yeah, i was like here's your warning to look at the measurements of this reusable oh straws that you buy. um 
shoot, what was I about to say? Damn, it is not my day. I'm just not. Not either, to be honest. Oh, my God. I fucking give up. I give up. We, I feel Today. like we do this every week, and people I know. just think that we complain we, all the time. <laughs> no, I used to have a girl in my life that thought that I complained a lot, and I ended up having to, like, watch my myself around her. So I feel like I am definitely someone that complains a lot. But listen, I have reasons. I have a lot like, to complain about. We're just about. pissed off. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're moms. We're mad, right, Sunny? Yeah. Sunny's mad. There's it mean, baby. Anyway, I know it's just been like, I was like so optimistic this morning. I was like, yes, I'm going to get up. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to have a nice meal. Yeah. And I managed to clean one room in my house <laughs> and that had not been cleaned in like a month. And um, I don't know. I it's just been a weird day. I so, managed you know. to sweep the floors and mop the floors. And after That's that, I was so like. I am done. I was like, I'm done with everything. I have no energy. I don't know how you're doing it. Because at that point, I was like dead. I was dead. It was driving me insane. Oh, I should tell the cornbread story. That's oh, yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell everybody <laughs> what happened. Yeah, that is why. I, I made dinner last night for my family, for my fiance and my two kids. So I made like black eyed peas, like Southern style yeah. black eyed peas and crock pot. Cause I had leftover, um, Easter ham. So I was like, Oh, I'll make, I'll make a pot of beans with some ham and I'll make yeah. cornbread. Y'all do not. You want to know the scariest fucking thing that has happened to me this week? This is scary shit. Give a five-year-old and an almost one-year-old a piece of fucking cornbread because it was like an ex it literally just looked like somebody blew up a bomb that was made out of cornbread. <laughs> I sent a picture to the group chat this morning and it was like just everywhere. It was like in the bathroom, down the hallway, and it's like wow. <laughs> and of course we didn't clean it up last night. Well, last you have night dark floors though, dude. Like your anything could be on your floors and it's like, oh yep, there's a piece of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And that of course would drive now, me crazy. I did it. I, you know, did the floors this morning and now they already need to be swept again. That's the joys of having hardwood. I, I know. I fucking hate it. I know. All we have is vinyl here, but oh, I hate carpet though. I would I hate carpet. We have it in our bedroom and I can't stand it. We have it in all of our bedrooms too. <gasps> the thing about carpet is that it's just as dirty, you just can't see it. Like you yes, can on pet <laughs> times like more gross too. And if you spill liquids, like it can start growing mold. Yeah. If you don't clean it up right away, like fuck carpet. Yeah. Fuck carpet, dude. We need like <laughs> white floors or something. Like somebody needs to come in and paint white wooden floors like tile like white tile floors yeah or tile totally that shows everything too dude i know just no floors no floors (laughs) just no fucking just have dirt floors like in um uh what was that one building that we were in in outlast where the lady was upstairs and the floors were like oh yeah open like Like, that was fucking normal Dumbass house. That's what my house oh my needs gosh. to look like. Anyway. Yeah, just start floors. Then you don't have to worry about cleaning it. God, I can't stand it. I can't. I hate the cleaning. I can't. I hate it, it too. It's insane. It just never fucking ends. And everybody's and the, like, the mess, like, shut the up. Mess. <laughs> <laughs> the mess just drives me nuts. It gets to a point where it's like, okay, I can put the, I can put this on for a day. Yeah. And then you're no. just like, 
then you're screwed forever. (laughs) I know. You're like, there's no catching up. Nope. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get caught up. And then I can like work on like deep cleaning certain things and like sporadically actually go work on something that's not clean. (laughs) I can't, I can't stay caught up on my laundry. Either. You want to know my my fucking I'm looking at a giant mountain of clothes right now that I have not put away either. So I've got don't. a giant mountain that aren't clean, and then I've got two loads that are are clean and need to yeah. Be it's like the same amount is clean that is dirty. Yeah, I feel like it just never fucking ends. It drives me I can't get on top of it every time, and I do this to myself every goddamn time because I don't want to fucking fold them. Uh, <laughs> me either. I hate folding I hate clothes. Folding. I hate doing dishes. I hate being a housewife, but here I am. <laughs> I'm just happy go lucky. <laughs> so yeah, you know what? Fuck y'all if you don't let us complain. You know what? Life is just shitty sometimes. And I I'm, I came in here and I was like, I'm gonna put on a good face for everybody. No, nah, fuck, fuck that. that shit. <laughs> fuck Katie, that and shit. A, Katie and I have both had a weird couple of days. Of, <laughs> yeah. Like I thought that our monitor, our computer monitor was broken. So we turned around and we bought a new monitor. Yes. I, I am using the new monitor. Danny came home and goes, babe, it's not plugged in. And I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck was I supposed to know that? I was like, I didn't unplug <laughs> it. And I was like, well, we've been talking about getting a new monitor for three years. So it there is and then it the, is what it is. And then the computer shut shat on us that night because <laughs> we were trying to play Fortnite. And then we got the blue screen of death and we're like, oh my I God. Know. <laughs> all the eclipse energy no you know fucking what? wonder oh my god but thank god i'm not a sagittarius right now <laughs> i think becca's a sag are you having yes. like an unusually hard time rebecca i would love to know leave it in the comments <laughs> <laughs> did you see that <laughs> no what did you do i was like was that rude <laughs> No. Jesus, Becca. I hope you're having a bad <laughs> Good luck, Becca. No. no, no, no. I was like trying to drink my iced coffee and my <laughs> That makes me think of a chin video that I made with Cameron and Connor. Did you ever see it? I flipped him upside down. Oh my his... god. And he spits my... his water out. He's like, oh, it's some water. <laughs> my mom loves those. <laughs> they're hysterical the ones that i made specifically or just in general no the ones that you made oh she thinks that they're fucking hysterical because your mom shares them on facebook every once in a while <laughs> yeah i always put it on my mom's timeline because it sends me to the moon. like i remember when i videotaped that i pissed myself all the way through my pants because i was i oh my god that that's how you get me chin videos where you're upside down oh in your mouth is- <laughs> like upside down and you have eyeballs on your chin yeah in case you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about rambling i'm sorry but whatever this is i I know this is much better than being like so let's get on with the topic and then you blew the place up (laughs) like like, small talk and then coffee and then we're like okay i'm scared to shit out of each other and start again (laughs) next week anyway did you um, want me to go first? Is that that's what we said? Yeah. Right? You know what? Okay. Yeah, you go first. I'm pushing you over the edge. All right. <clears throat> Frango wee. Wee. Yeet. All right, let's see. I'm gonna pull up my Google Doc. Guys, I'm I'm gonna read it on my phone. I did finally get glasses, thank God. But 
I'm so sorry. I thought you phone. just said I did really just get blasted. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. I my brain for like 2.3 seconds was like, whoa, damn. All right. So today we're talking about like mental hospitals. So I found on an Ask Reddit thread about it was supposed to be for mental um hospital workers and this person commented on the thread saying that they weren't a mental hospital worker that they were a patient um but they have here's their experience of what they experienced while in the mental hospital Mm -hmm. and she i I believe it's a she said some some of the shit that i've seen A woman addicted to opioids for her chronic pain was detoxing at the hospital and her muscle issues were killing her. This poor woman was in tears and the nurses who could clearly see her from behind the glass in their little desk area did nothing. I begged them to give her a heating pad for her back, but they refused, saying that she needs a a prescription for a heating pad. I did my best to make her comfortable getting my own pillow and putting it behind her back to support it, encourage her encouraging her to take small sips of water to hopefully help with the with the spasming if she was dehydrated i got discharged shortly after so i don't know how that played out another one was an obese woman pretended that she was pregnant with twins and would walk around the house asking people if they wanted to quote feel the babies kicking same woman would later take an RA temporarily hostage by breaking a hairband and threatening her with a sharp edge. She was there for a few more days, but eventually was taken away by police and sent to a hospital. Uh, another one was, oh, oh, hi, Diana. In nursing school, I did a clinical for three months on a mental ward. I, I also have a friend who... Um, briefly worked at a mental hospital and there was like a one patient that ended up having like a severe breakdown and took the back off of a toilet and smashed it and then took like took a piece of the broken like porcelain and was trying to cut the people oh my god yeah and she was like um i can't do this (laughs) damn so let's see. It says patients sneaking around to have sex constantly. And it says that one of the, the first residential place that they went to allowed phones. And I had a friend who would get on Tinder and look for hookups. She'd sneak out of the house at night and go meet them in the car. Goodness. Because it was so low security. Wow. Apparently, one guy at the at that same place attempted to call a distress line late at night and was apparently treated really awful by the lady on the other end. He cut himself with something in his room and smeared the walls with his blood. Oh, my God. That's like traumatizing. Uh, one woman with an eating disorder wasn't allowed to leave the table until she finished at least at least half of her self-made plate. And she sat there taking mouse-sized nibbles for hours. That's that's Mm. terrible. Mm. Um, One chick who claimed to be victim of of satanic ritual abuse, having meltdowns where she supposedly went back to the times where she was forced to do things by people to honor Satan. Thanks, Brenna. Uh, 
Yeah, so apparently this one person was like a victim of satanic ritual abuse and she had like PTSD. So when she'd have like breakdowns, she would revert back to those times. That I can imagine would be really scary. That would be awful. Um, same chick from above disposing of the insure that she had to drink multiple times a day. She was scary, skinny, uh, in random places out in a window, an opaque bottle in a house plant, etc. When a couple concerned friends and I told the RAs, we were accused of tattling and the chick was given hugs and reassurance from the staff, which is like, that's fucked up because one girl has to sit there for hours until she finishes her plate. And this girl is dumping out her insured drinks because she also has an ED mm-hmm. and she's nothing's happening to her, but this other girl is being forced to sit in yeah. the same place for, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, My friend's grandfather was dying while we were at the treatment facility, like actively dying in hospice with medical professionals saying that he could go any minute. Staff told her that she wasn't allowed to temporarily leave without fully discharging against medical advice, which would reflect poorly on her insurance and impact her financially in the future. Normally, if you leave against medical advice, insurance will not cover anything. Hmm. And mental hospital stays any hospital stays if you don't have any insurance coverage it's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars oh yeah like have you ever seen those videos of people where they're like two tylenol is like fifty dollars each apparently like or like Uh something outrageous ridiculous it's cost like a hundred dollars it's crazy insane it is so when her grandfather inevitably died she wasn't allowed to go to the funeral She got caught purging, and instead of compassion and understanding like the lady above, the one who got hugged, even though she was dumping out her insure drinks, who was well-liked by the staff and had been at this facility in the past, she was kicked out of the program. Fucked up. A friend of mine attempting to saw at her wrist with a blunt dinner knife while sitting at the table with everyone else literally right next to me. Oh, my God spooky let's see i got denied orthodontic care while at the second place and would have to sneak off so that i could try to push the wire back into place for her braces with a crochet hook i was told that they couldn't take me to an orthodontist because it would quote take time away from my treatment <clears throat> that's fucked. That's just the luck. I don't, I almost like don't want to believe that because that's so fucked. Like that is so fucked up. Well, come to find out, this is so common. It's like unreal. That's insane. Um, guy at the low security place kept leaving the house and the center we'd go to during the day for like group therapy and classes and stuff, so that he could walk over to a bar and get wasted. So this was a guy who worked there. I believe there was also one time that I was painting my nails with a few friends and he asked to see some polish, no judgment here. Anywhere can anyone can wear nail polish, but this motherfucker takes the bottle, uncaps it, brings it up to his nose and takes a long, loud huff of the fumes through his nose before asking, don't you love the funny feeling smelling this shit gets you? What the fuck? (laughs) So he was huffing the nail polish. Oh my God. 
same guy also once attempted to walk through the house completely naked to retrieve his laundry after taking a shower, towers, towels slung over his shoulder, strutting with complete confidence with his dick hanging out. How inappropriate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, me, but not like. Yeah, the house that's what I strangers. was like, me, but. <laughs> oh, my know. God. This past weekend, I was like, I told Danny, I was like, I hate the feeling of clothes right now. That happens a lot to me when I'm pregnant. Oh, when just like, especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. Like, so I, was same. like I just, I was like, I just want to be naked. And he was like, you're I in your own house. Be naked. And I was I like, exactly say less. How you feel. <laughs> yeah, I started wearing Joey's um, boxers when I got pregnant because it was so comfortable. Yes. Like he had to buy a whole new pack of underwear just because I was cycling through his underwear. Yeah. And like it was so frustrating to him because he was like, he would come home and I'd be like chilling in his underwear. I'm like, this is way better than anything that I own. <laughs> this is the life. <laughs> this being naked. This is the life. Like that or being naked would be ideal, especially when oh pregnant. Because all you want to do is just hang your belly up. That's all. Yeah. And then like once like, you get past yourself. <laughs> exactly i was gonna say once you get past a certain point your belly is just itchy oh yeah and my my last pregnancy with arrow like in the third trimester i had this one stretch mark that i got from being pregnant Mm. with river and it would feel like it was on fire like it was trying to rip apart Oh my like my God. skin was just gonna bust, and I was like, God, I cannot I stand to have anything on it. I know how that feels, man. The feeling of your stomach stretching to its capacity, itchiness ever. Being pregnant is fucking wild. I it's, hate like, it. it's insane. It's fucking weird. That's it like is. It's fucking about crazy. A couple I'm weeks my ago. camera over. Hopefully okay. this works. Also, Keep guys, going. I'm sorry that I'm like stuffy and sniffling. Pregnancy congestion plus these seasonal allergies are no fucking joke yeah i know like sunny was having some serious allergies. oh it was bad like real bad <laughs> um she had this like, like the worst time. snot just like oh. you know you know how it goes mm-hmm. the baby sickies yeah oh these yeah allergies this time of year are literally just the absolute worst God. so it's really fucking with me Let's see. I'm drinking my Dunkin' like a Diet Coke. If you notice that, no straw. <laughs> I had Joey forgot me. Me straw. Joey forgot me straw. straw. Why was it? You straw? know what? Danny went and got me McDonald's because I was like, you know what? Chicken nuggies sound really good. <laughs> Joey got me two breakfast wraps from Dunkin'. Whoa. I'm excited. Look at how cute their packaging is. Oh my god, thank you. Even though we're (laughs) really out there apparently for two snowflakes. (laughs) Anyway. Oh my gosh. I've probably had way too much caffeine today, like more than what's recommended for a pregnant woman. Whoops. That baby's gonna be a jumping bean. I mean, they all are, aren't they? Yeah, I know. I'm not sacrificing my anyway. I know I that. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, dude. They were like, drink only like 200 milligrams of coffee a day. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck no. you. Like, what? Especially you, since you're already a mom. Hello? Yeah, like, how are function. you supposed to function? <laughs> just- and like, pregnancy is also the only time that I ever crave Coke. So when yes. Danny went to McDonald's, he got also got me a Coke. And now I'm drinking iced coffee. I, bro, I don't care. Oh, whatever. 
this is a no judgment zone. There, there I'd be like, so I fucking many. killed someone. I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> no judgment here. Bro, I used to drink coffee for days when I was pregnant. But when I was like really early on pregnant, I was like spazitron about it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I can't have an ounce of ginseng or some random root that you can't be around when you're pregnant. I had like a <laughs> mental breakdown because I had like Arizona tea and it had ginseng. Oh, the ginseng. My baby is gonna like, <laughs> like explode or come out like all weird and wonky because I had ginseng and I was like freaking out. Like I have a Snapchat saved on my story where I had like tears coming down my face and I was like, I think something's wrong with the baby because I had ginseng and like I was crying about it. Like I was. Oh my god! How did we get on this topic? I keep saying that. You know what? I'm just gonna stop saying that for the rest of the night, guys. You just along this for is the just, ride. This, this is, is what just, it is. Uh, we're just hanging out. <laughs> but yeah, when I was pregnant, I I was like, oh my god, oh, I'm only gonna breastfeed, and I'm only gonna, um, I'm only gonna put olive oil on my stretch marks. So I don't get any. <laughs> it's like, bitch. Yeah, right. There is no amount of cream that exists no. in this world that will ever touch your non-ability to get stretch marks because nope, it doesn't hereditary. work that way. Yeah, it's hereditary. And it's just a matter, it's not a matter of how soft and supple your skin is. It's like Mm-mm. your skin is stretching because it has a human being in there. And it like, stretches fuck. really fucking fast. Yes, so fast. And it doesn't help that you get really itchy so you start scratching and making it worse. Ugh, like it's so just going to it's going to be what it's going to be and you're going to have some nice tiger stripes. It is what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. My whole tummy is covered. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, I've same. never been one of those people that's like, oh, my stretch marks. So yeah, I don't really mind stretch marks that much. I just don't yeah. like the loose I mean, skin. I, I have, I have them skin. all the way up to the top, too. Like, I oh, have yeah? them up to, like, almost under my boobs. Yeah. I have them like, on my boobs and my arms. But oh, yeah. I they're too. all, like, centered on the center of my tummy. Yeah, but the loose skin is kind of annoying. But... I hate the loose skin. Yeah. That's the worst part. Everything else, I'm like, no. It can go away and it doesn't bother me anyway. Because I've already got a partner that likes me. (laughs) I'm very cute. (laughs) And you want to know what? The funny thing about me and Danny is, is that I, my stomach was like this when I met him. When you met him. So he doesn't Because I had already had one baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got our, we got good men in my opinion. Yeah, kick ass guys. We do. You guys should meet them sometime. <laughs> they, been on, they were on the um the the, the St. Patrick's Day episode. Oh yeah, yeah. If you guys are ever wanting to meet the guys, Joey's on like one of the first ones that we did together, and then Danny. Yeah. Uh, Danny's only been on one, right? Yeah, and he- he's so quiet too. Like, I know. I wish he would come on more. People would really like Danny if he like started being himself. People would really eat that shit up. It's so hard for him though. Like, he is so closed off to just about everybody that it would really take a lot. Like, even in the streams of us playing Fortnite, he's just kind of quiet. I know, <laughs> but it like is in the so group funny chat, when, he gets, when he's just when it's just us, it's like so funny i wish he was like that with everybody you, everybody needs to meet he's the just, real danny he's so yeah funny. he's joey's just there like... there <laughs> that's what i call him, joey i call him a country it's so funny though like once yeah, I'm you get about you. through <laughs> once you get through danny's uh walls once you get through yeah, his walls he's, very he's sweet, a Haley. fucking lunatic like. he's very smart and he's really funny i wish ah give me the pen back <laughs> it's 420 i need to blaze it 
Yeah, dad. Come on, dad. Zaddy. <laughs> Joey. Anyway. What are we Adada. 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 Give me that. I'm going to keep going with the. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. These things. Let's I'm see. listening. Fellow patient that had something really wrong with him, but we didn't know what. Something that really impacted his ability to think and seemed to give him hallucinations. He had conversations that were similar to talking with a child. One time he took his tray up to the med counter and robotically lifted his empty fork to his lips as if he were eating, standing there staring past the nurse, um, talking to him at a wall. Okay. I saw him smoking imaginary cigarettes, walking up the stairs backwards, raking imaginary leaves, and even getting in a fist fight with no one. He had to go to the hospital for a few days after wandering off campus in a delusional state. When he finally got properly medicated, he was a completely different person, incredibly intelligent and insightful. I was 18 at the time, so similarly aged clients and I would giggle about how weird this guy was, but looking back, what I witnessed was a terrifying reminder of how badly the brain can lash out against you. That part really struck me because I feel like I feel like a lot of people, if they were to see somebody walking up the stairs backwards or like sitting there smoking an imaginary cigarette or you know, like talking to themselves and stuff. Sure. You're like, what a fucking weirdo. Your first instinct is to yes. be like, what you're a weirdo. You're weird. What's wrong with you? Right. But you don't, you don't automatically think, okay, this person's mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And when, when you think that you also don't think about the fact that this person has no control over it. What oh, is it no. about how people like demonize you're right mental illness yes and it's i don't even know if it's intentional it's bizarre that that is our first thought you're right it's like how weird let me exclude them it's almost like a primal thing you know right it's weird primal primal and it it is true like the brain (laughs) can really fucking turn on you yeah and it's scary. It can be scary. scary. I mean, you and I both know that. We both have depression oh, and anxiety. Yeah. And it's just like. You can't the, control it. It is no. not in your control. And to think that your brain, like AI or like robots, could just flip on you at any second. It's, it's scary. crazy. And you have no control <laughs> over it. And it's like at the same time, you would do anything to get control over it and to be like, okay, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. And for people with more severe mental illness, like schizophrenia and stuff, where they have hallucinations and they have delusions, they're not even in reality. And it's like, man, like, especially any sort of mental illness that comes with like delusions and hallucinations, those people are looked at as psychotic, potential murderers, potential criminals. Oh my God. Yeah. Preach, man. That's so true that their perception of reality is being warped by their own brain yeah Yeah. which being in that situation i can't imagine how scary that has Mm. to be Mm -hmm. so i thought that that was a really interesting point that was beautiful let's see i am actually going to go to the other part 
of this Reddit thread from the same user. And this is specifically, about, I don't know if you want me to say the name of this place, because they said the name of this place. Your mic's off. Sorry, I said, let's not just for the sake of, I don't want to okay. deal with anybody's crap. All right. So they are talking about their experiences at this one specific um, treatment center, I'll say in Tennessee. That's what I'll say. This one specific um, treatment center in Tennessee. So all of these specific occurrences happened there. And they're talking about, like, do not send your loved ones here. Do not go there. This place is a train wreck. You will leave there with more trauma than you came with. So oh, I can't say that because that, like, it says what it, who owns the place. I brought up a facility not taking me to the orthodontics to orthodontist to fix my braces. Right? Wow, I cannot talk braces and how I had to keep pushing the wire back into place with a crochet hook. It got so bad I'd had to close the two brackets completely with the wire shifted um, that far to the left. I don't know. It was horrible. If I didn't eat because I was in pain, you know, like with their mouth, the RAs would revoke privileges like using my iPod Nano or our bi-weekly 30-minute phone calls. Oh, my they got God. 30-minute phone calls bi-weekly, which had to be earned to begin with. Oh, my God. A nurse bought me a dental, brought bought me dental wax out of her own pocket which was so fucking touching the RAs took the dental wax away and put it up with the contraband so whenever I needed some I'd have to check it in and out which was such a pain in the ass that I rarely used it when I got home my teeth were fucked up to the point that I had to be in braces for another year instead of for a few more months like it had been intended when I first left for treatment so fucked wow a doctor there suspected that I may be autistic and sent me to get professional psychological testing done in Nashville. Lo and behold, at 20 years old, I was diagnosed with autism. This was understandably distressing to discover, especially having grown up with a younger brother who was diagnosed at four while I was wow. left undiagnosed. The day I was, I was told my results, I wanted to call my mom to talk about it and to seek comfort. It was a big discovery and I wanted to process it with someone that I loved and trusted. I was told no, because quote, that's codependent behavior. And I had to wait two weeks to tell my mom after begging my therapist to let us call her during our therapy session. Mm. Fucked. A friend of mine, oh, this was about the woman who like um, was in severe back pain and needed a heating pad and was told, no, you have to have a prescription. Yeah. Well, eventually they took her to the ER and she got x-rays done. Her tailbone was broken. Oh, my God. Yep. Let's see. Javasoft. Javasoft. Look at how cute. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. 
The same friend from above, we were both at the main center waiting to be seen by a physician. She was there to advocate for herself to see an outside doctor. The doctor instead offered her opiate medication so that she could tough it out and not see a professional. This woman was there for her drug addiction, which was primarily to pain pills. She said no to the offer and walked out on the doctor. And I was so fucking proud of her. How negligent for you to offer opiates to a patient who is in treatment for addiction. That's insane. Oh my God. (sighs) Wow. I'm proud of her for doing that. That I can't imagine how hard that would have been to, to be able to say no. Let's see. Makes me sick. I got seriously sick and the RA said that it would be a few days until I could see a doctor at the main campus. I was running a fever ranging from 100 to 103 for days, but was still forced to participate in the daily schedule and meal times. Things kept getting worse and worse and I was in a lot of pain. The first doctor I saw at the main center poo-pooed it as a cold and told me to tough it out. Another week passes and I'm constantly running a temp of 102. I see a different doctor who takes it seriously. Turns out that I had severe sinus infection that had been festering and could have progressed into pneumonia. I was given antibiotics one day to rest in bed. Keep in mind that our schedule had us up and active from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Insane. And so there's... A lot more if you go to the Ask Reddit, like um, mental hospital workers, whatever. You'll see it in the thread from this person. If you want to hear more details about specifically their experience, there's a lot that are bad. But I actually took the initiative to go look at the reviews for this place. And a lot of people think that a bunch of the five-star reviews are fake. But one person said... A truly traumatic experience understaffed, staff stealing over $1,000 from multiple clients, little to no trauma therapy. My caseworker did not follow up on things. Therapist was out, only actually spoke face-to-face once. Rules constantly changing. Shower didn't work. Most Zoom meetings, most meetings were Zoom, and half the time they couldn't get it to work. Still, um, over... 20 traumatized women in one house, fights, threats, heat was a sauna. None of the therapies mentioned were actually available. Um, but hey, I did a lot of chores. Please save your money. Wow. And there are tons of reviews. And I, I don't want to take up too much of your time because we kind of got no, no, away okay. with like. Oh, I'm kinda, sorry. You're right. I did kind of cut it. Oh, shit. I just Whoa. kicked the desk. <laughs> Um, I, we kind of got, we just talked too much. So there's like reviews upon reviews of like, everybody's saying like, I left there with more trauma than I came in with, which is so fucked. Now I want to hear what you got to say. I think your mic's muted. I got something. I wanted to mute my mic because I was like, oh God, I don't care if anybody sees me chewing. But, but hearing you chewing? <laughs> I don't even like listening to myself chew. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Now you can finally see where it says Coven Coffee. Coffee. Oh, I'm a I'm a beauty guru. Actually, it's better to like. Yeah, you need to put the um. You can put your hand behind it. <clears throat> that coffee is so good. I literally want to make another iced coffee, but you can do it if you want to. I'll talk. 
It's the caffeine because I actually oh, yeah. have a lot of caffeine. Do you have milk? Maybe you could make like a latte with no coffee. Don't you have to heat it up in like one of those Starbucks things? I don't know. Mm. Oh, it's so good. This was amazing. What Joey got me from Duncan. The breakfast it just, wraps? It's just the most simple breakfast wrap. Oh, you know what I like? They're, mm. they're little bagel minis that are stuffed with cream cheese. Oh my god, that's on one right now. They're like Bro. little balls. <laughs> balls. And they balls. come in two packs. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my they're, god. They're, like, they're like little bagel balls. And that's they have, amazing right now. They have cream cheese in the middle and they have like everything bagel seasoning on the top. They're really like, Oh my ones. god, Brenna, if you're listening, that would be her shit. She <laughs> would love that. All right. How much time do we have? Let's see, it's we're at 50, we're about an hour now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't have much time. Should I go into my reviews or what do you, what do you want to yeah, hear? Yeah, do, do a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I hear, all right, let's see. Anyway, this is from Yelp Reviews from Mental Hospitals in Virginia. For those of Ooh. you who listen, we're from Virginia and I know a lot of our listeners are currently from Virginia. So I figured you guys would like this. I didn't give the names of any because I don't want to, you know, I don't know. I don't want to slander and I don't want to like cause any issues. But these were all fairly close to home to me personally. Um, One of them says, this is not a place where you want to work. The managers talk to you with little respect. They show favoritism to most patients and sneak them food to eat. They will mandate you every day because they lack workers. They're supposed to be there to help these people, but they're not. I wouldn't put my dog here. Someone else said about another mental hospital, worked here for several months after many years experience in New England. Dreadful experience, inadequate staff, too many travel nurses. So that means like a lot of nurses that didn't have any like actual uh, relations with the patients. They just were so in and out. Right. Um, There was no customization to their care, I guess. Left because I actually had a massive stroke brought on by stress. This was fucking real, bro. Like, this was a real review. I was like, fuck me, bro. That's terrible. I know. This was the absolute worst place we could, uh, as parents, ever allow our daughter to be sent for treatment. She was Mm. physically abused. (gasps) Treated with this is in Virginia, treated oh with God. dangerous procedures and medically ignored in very dangerous situations. Look up the multi million dollar lawsuit, which I will go into today. This was from Cumberland Mental Hospital, right down the fucking road from me. That's insane, it's fucking scary, but anyway. Um abused, treated with dangerous procedures, and medically ignored in very dangerous situations, look up the multi-million dollar lawsuit against them to verify what I'm saying. All of these allegations are true. We unfortunately were not able to join the lawsuit that is at hand because of the short statute of limitations in the state of Virginia. So I guess they didn't qualify. Um, Yeah, the statute of limitations. Isn't that just bone chilling? That's terrible. Awful. And to think it happened right down the road from me. And so you send your kids somewhere spooky. to get help. I know. Like, people, there was a story that there was a girl from Florida that got sent all the way up here in the middle of what? Virginia. 
like I don't want to say where I live, but like the middle of Virginia from Florida for like treatment, like very specific treatment that they said they gave. That's and weird. she was the same thing, abused and essayed and all of sorts of stuff. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to get into that after this. And then we're going to call Cosma. What time do you think we should call her in? Maybe 6? 640. 640. Is that too late? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think 10 minutes. I mean, we said we were going to bring her in at 630, right? Yeah, something like so that. So that's like 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. that's okay with her. Um, anyway, all right. I was going to go back into another review that I had, and then I was going to skip down to the story about Cumberland. Yeah. My daughter was there for seven months. This is at a random mental hospital, not Cumberland. My daughter was there for seven months for an eating disorder from food poisoning. The staff abused her physically, which I have photographs of, bullied her mentally by staff and other patients. Let her sit and rot for four months. Diagnosed her with conversion disorder. I don't know what that means. What is that? I'm not sure. You can look it up. Which they diagnose all the children they're with. And it the same diagnosis. So, like, they give it to, like, almost all their patients. What the fuck? Uh, Conversion disorder. They have an illegal patient-to-staff ratio. I had various staff members state to me that the facility keeps the kids as long as they can for their insurance money. My daughter was traumatized more from her experience there. Exactly like what you just said. That's insane. Like they go, they go to this place to get help from something that's already traumatizing, and then they get this is, more traumatized. This is going to creep you out. Conversion disorder is a mental condition in which a person has blindness, paralysis, or other nervous system or neurologic symptoms that cannot be explained (gasps) by medical evaluation. No kidding. This is coming from places that have literally had lawsuits against them. They were probably put into these blindness and paralysis states by the people who are working there, probably by giving whatever. That's that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm going to skip on down to the Cumberland Hospital article that I found, and I will give you the credentials for that once I click on it. Yeah. Uh, Give me a second. It's from abuseguardian.com, a national alliance of sexual abuse lawyers. They are the ones, I believe, that are putting the lawsuit against Cumberland at this time. Hold on. All right. And this is coming straight from the from this uh, abuse law firm. Law firm. Uh, it was retained by several pa- parents to investigate a file civil claims and justice search of justice for victims of abuse at Cumberland Hospital for Children and Adolescents, also known as Cumberland Academy in New Kent, Virginia. A thorough investigation by our team uncovered what we believe is the truth of what happened. Now, our goal is to hold accountable those who were responsible and ensure that this never happens to another child in New Kent County again. I'm not sure why they specified only New Kent County. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like hopefully any child. Anyway, uh, they say you can contact them if you believe that your child was involved in this at this time because they're still looking to include anybody that they can. Right. Um, 
$127 million lawsuit against Universal oh. Health Services, UHS, and two physicians. Cumberland is a residential center that treats mostly adolescents who are suffering neurobehavioral issues, brain trauma, and other chronic health conditions. What is that? Oh, thank you. Inedible. In late 2020, an initial civil lawsuit was filed in Richmond Circuit Court against, one, the Cumberland Hospital for Children and Adolescents owned by UHS, the New Kent facility former medical director, Dr. David David Dow, and former psychotherapist, Herschel Hardin. The filing cited negligence, assault, battery, child's rights violations, and other crimes, and represented 20 plaintiffs among them, numerous young female patients. Jesus. Uh-huh. This is where I was going to go with the thing earlier. Right. Lots of essay in this case. Hi, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Whoa, that's a strong one. You can definitely taste the earthiness on that. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> that's gross. What? It's only 10. Really? But... It was, uh, it's not Delta 8, it's Delta 9, so it might be good. Ooh, all right. I'm not doing Delta 8 tonight. I'm I'm doing Delta 9. Doing? I'm doing, like, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you're, like, doing coke or something. <laughs> that would be me. I don't know where the pen is, Joey. I'm sorry. I'll find it for you soon. No? Question mark? No. Uh, claims of exploitation by doctors, former patients of the residential treatment center, recounted instances where they alleged that they were essayed by Dr. David Dow. The doctor is claimed to have performed unnecessary, and this is this is the part that creeps me out the fucking most. The doctor is claimed to have performed unnecessary what he called femoral pulse checks to fondle the victim's intimate body parts. In fact, more than half of the 20 plaintiffs alleged non-consensual touching. On the other hand, allegations against Dr. Hardin indicate he left one or more patients with bodily injuries. What the fuck? I know. Ew. Isn't that just awful? Is I can't it? read this next part. But um, yeah, isn't that nice? It's nice to know that I can get a nice quality rehabilitation in fucking Virginia. That's this nice. Not nice. Insane. And it's so weird. That's what we're talking about. Joey's like, oh, they're the worst. They're worse. I'm like, I know we were just reading one star reviews. No, medical. No, 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 no. I'm talking about mental health facilities. Well, I don't know. I think mental rehabilitation. Oh, Joey says he knows several people that have died. That's nice. I believe it, though. That's insane. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Wow. What? Did you hear that? Yeah. You can hear him, right? <laughs> Oh well, you know they went to Covenant Woods, so you know they went to die. Like Jesus, everybody dies there. It's crazy. That's fucked. Well, yeah, isn't that nice? You can't you can't get rehabilitated medically or mentally or. That's 
That's psycho. Oh you want to know fucking something? Super serious guy. He was like, what? Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, what a way to go. <laughs> At least you were like high out of your mind. <laughs> oh, I just want to go. I want to be zooted when I die. Joey says, no, you don't. Oh, I would have the biggest panic attack. Well, what a way to go. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. <laughs> and being anxiety. Anyway, so I was going to say, yeah, RIP to Joey. I was going to say, um, it's really interesting, the whole opioid pushing thing. Because yeah. when I was in the hospital for my C-section, incredibly painful incredibly wow. painful process to go through you know and they get you on all these medicines at the time felt great there were certain times at the end of my recovery where i felt like i could have just taken a tylenol right. or skipped maybe a session of it you know just so that i could i don't know no, they, weren't having they were not having that like, like no, they wouldn't let you skip it. No, they were pushing me to do it anyway, even though I was what? like, no, actually, I think I'm okay for right now. Which, of course, later on, I felt like I still needed it. But well, to put it well, that's fine. To put it in perspective, we stayed at the hospital for a week, and there was never more than four hours that went by without a nurse giving Katie oxy. Like. Actually, yeah. just giving it to me when I said, like, actually, no, like, I'm good. No, actually, I think, it's I, think I will skip one because like, no, I know how addictive they are. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, I don't need it. I'm good. Maybe, maybe in a couple more hours. No, and they'd be like, no. That. And they sent me home with 30. I remember you telling me yeah. that when you came home. Yes. Like, they sent me home with a whole bottle of. And like, I was like, ah, oh, I'm not. Might be sore. Here's. 30 oxys. I was like, that's just so, I don't know. And I, I guess in some instances, it's like, yeah, totally. C-sections need to have that kind of medicine. Oh, but yeah. I personally felt like I didn't the need 30, 30 after I've already done my massive healing. I was like, that didn't seems you like. Didn't say that it like made you feel really bad too? Like, it Yeah, I, I hate saying it, but I, I'm pretty sure I had a withdrawal when I came home because I remember breastfeeding Sunny and I was already dealing with the stress of that on my body with the cracked nipples and the bleeding and the, the nausea. And I remember my head was pounding in a way I've never felt it pound. Like oh, my head yeah. was splitting. Well, and that's the thing. If they're pumping Joey you. said I was getting dope sick. Yeah. Well, if they're pumping you for a week in the hospital every four hours of these pills, yeah. it's impossible for you to go home and be like, okay, well, I'm only going to take that's one when I need what one. I'm saying. I was of like, you're gonna have me Tylenol. Like, I'll be okay if I just skip around. You know, like I don't need to be on it consecutively i was like this is weird i got weird vibes about it like nobody was being straightforward so i'm just saying it's an interesting conspiracy to think gee is big pharma really trying to give us opioids so that we get addicted and then end up going through the system the i don't know epidemic is a scary thing it's just it's a theory um that's all i'm gonna say awesome. scary as fuck what do you guys think? I see we have three watchers. I'd love to know who's watching with us. Uh, Kasima, you can go ahead. I don't know if she's on, but you can go ahead and click on the link, and I will allow you into the... Come uh, on in. Come on in. There she is. Hey, speak Yay. of the devil. Hold on. Hello. 
Hello, hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Yeah, oh, okay. Hi. A little lag. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, we can now. Is it good? We all good? Awesome. Okay, yeah. I think there's yeah. a little bit of a I lag. There's a lag, yeah. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Welcome. So, Cosma, you have the stage. We were just going to listen to what you had to say. And I did read, I did read your notes. <laughs> so weirdly accurate. That's what I have to preface this. So explain to the audience what you're going to be doing or talking about. Uh, yeah. So for tonight, I was going to read your numbers and that's generally called numerology. Um, I printed out my notes because I'm old school. I Smart. did too. Um, I printed <laughs> I, 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 I can't click between all my different tabs and it, it, it's it. easier yes. to print it out. I understand. So, um, so numerology is basically just a form of divination. And it's okay. pretty much just like your astrology natal chart. Um, it's... The way I like to describe it, it's like shards of glass and you're putting them together. Whoever is interpreting your numbers is who's putting these shards of glass together to get their picture of you. And I think that's the best way to describe it. Interesting. So Interesting. I figured for tonight, I would just read maybe your core numbers if you want. And then you guys have all your numbers. You want to do more research than what I've given yeah. you. But for the audience, I figured core numbers would work. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Cool. This is fun. So, I'm so excited. I know. Core, <laughs> so for the core numbers, I'm going to basically basically be looking at what is called your life path and that's going to be your your mission in life why you came here pretty much. Okay. And then the next number I'll read is your expression or your destiny number. It can be called either. And this is going to be your how you're expressing your mission. And it kind of gives skills and values um, on top of your mission. And then your soul urge or your heart's desire. It's kind of your motivation. It's uh, why did you come and why did you want this purpose? And it adds more kind of like your ethics and just your heart part of your sure. personality. This is and so then you have your personality yeah. number. So your personality number is, of course, <laughs> what describes your personality, how people see you. It's not as much inner. That's more your life path. Right. This is more of how okay. people are going to see you. And it relates a lot back to like your astrology natal charts, as you can tell. It's a lot of similarities of what you're going to see. Yeah. So. Also, I love the background. With... Yeah, so I know. Look at our candles. <laughs> your I didn't want my room to be a mess, before. so I cleaned I it up. We <laughs> do that every <laughs> week. <laughs> Try to. All day, I would clean <laughs> Candles just make everything better. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got one going back here, too. You just can't really tell. <laughs> All right. So, first thing I wanted to say is, from reading your numbers, I could tell you were either very good friends or related. From just that, how the That's similarities weird. are, how they kind of line up. Um, before I get into the core numbers, just the kind of fun things about it. Uh, there's one number that's kind of on the bottom of your chart. It's not as important as some of the others, but I love it because it's called your rational thought number. It's how you oh. think. And if you're having issues with a mental health and you're just not able to kind of grip your thoughts, this number can really help 
balance out where you need to be. And so both of you have a rational thought number of an eight. And now eights are professional, they're authority, and they're also the biggest part of the material world. So when you have eights in your chart, it's considered luck because you have better fortune in the material world down here. That's why it's considered Ooh, a lucky number. Market ourselves really well. And I'm gonna let you know now, Sam, you have a lot of eights in your chart, and I made a note. <gasps> I told I told her so. before that says like, you were gonna love yours. It was oh, Katie it was so wouldn't accurate. let me read mine. <laughs> it was yeah, it is so and accurate. I know Katie a little bit because we grew up a little bit together in church, but I don't yeah. know Sam as much. So it was interesting because I decided I'm gonna write Sam's out first because I don't know her at all. Yeah. And I was curious if that was gonna be um if it's going to match or not, because I don't know That's if my interpretation so will match. It, it really just depends. So Katie said it was so on. It was very weird. <laughs> I, I'm a believer. Honestly, after this, it's pretty much, edge. Crazy. pretty much anyone that I've read or interpreted, they say it's spot on. And that's why mm -hmm. I like numerology, because it's pretty simple. What scares people away is just it's numbers. It's math. And it's honestly right. very simple math. But from right. the way websites describe it, you have to use multiple websites to really put all your information together. So that's basically wow. what I've done. And well, I'm just for doing that. Wow. I'll give yeah. you resources. Here's your numbers. Yeah. Right. I, I always want people to research their numbers because it's a part of your yeah. own spiritual journey. So I think if you for have like your numbers out to us and have... doing this, this is nice. Oh, <laughs> yes. So nice. Awesome. Nobody. Everyone's so interested in like astrology and all these different like occult right. things, but they really miss out on numerology because mm. it is kind of in the more Kabbalistic gematria with some Hebrew. Right. Like it gets crazy yeah. when you really get in there with some Aleister Crowley stuff. Like it, it's deeper than most people kind of go. So I've kind of yeah, brought it from right. the darkness and here's the light. Here's the, here's <laughs> the basics. Well, well, we'll put the links to the resources that you gave us. We'll put those in the description. Yeah. If anybody watching wants to try and decipher their own numerology charts, look up their own numbers, you, you can have the yeah. resources that Cosima has given us. Provided us. Yeah. Thank you for doing all this work. Then I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> so I'll start with Sam. So for your life path number, this is your core mission. It's an 11, and that's a special number. So in numerology, for me, there's generally two, but for me, I like to include 11, 22, and 33. Those are the master numbers. And for 11, you're a master seer. You're a visionary person. You are basically bringing truth to light, and that's going to be your main kind of mm -hmm. goal and what you really want to bring in this world. So truth um the they're generally called old souls and they're very empathetic and they have this sensitivity to where you can read the energy of the room and it really gives you that leg up when you're trying to bring out truth to people and bring your wisdom to others mm. so and funny. so going from your life path to your expression you're extremely lucky. You have a life path with a master number. And then your expression is, of course, the eight. So you're going to have this good luck <laughs> and this good fortune. But you're also, you have this authority when you come um, and to express yourself with how That's you're expressing you. this 
truth. Weird. <laughs> that is so and from spot on. Reading your numbers, kind of really going deeper, I noticed that 19 or whatever your birth year was, it matched to 22, which is another master number, which is something I don't normally see in reading charts. I don't see a lot of master numbers. That's so, so weird. I saw that 22. I made a note of it. And when you go further into your charts, you're going to see something called your period cycles and your pinnacle cycles. These are cycles that are kind of like your major transitions and your milestones throughout your life. Mm. And from what I saw, your ending in both of your, like the end part of your life is both 22, your period and your pinnacle cycles. So what I would draw from that is you're an 11 and this cycle of life, you are trying to elevate not only yourself, but others. So in my guess is the next life you have, you're going to be a 22 and or a 33 because of how you're seemingly elevating up in your life once right. you, know, wow. you get there. So, right. Which I just I thought it was really cool. So mm -hmm. I'm curious to know how that ends up going. But yeah. Well I mean I'm pretty sure I've had some past lives so it wouldn't it wouldn't mm -hmm. surprise me if I'm like further along in the cycle of my soul going i was forward. gonna yeah. ask you guys like a couple astrology questions about your birth charts because of yeah. how i was seeing so much just like key parts in your numbers and i was like well that's getting too deep i'm spending too much time on this <laughs> as it is yeah, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but um so going from your expression we're gonna go to your soul urge which is your heart's desire generally is what it's called but soul urge to me is like that motivation what br brought right. you here and this mm -hmm. is another key reason of why I think you're elevating from an 11 to 22 is it's a nine and nines are the end cycles. You are now ending to go to a new beginning, but you're also bringing in a lot of wisdom and a lot of peacekeeping, kind of like a mediator in a way, because you've mm -hmm. lived all from one to nine. You're at nine now. So you have all this experience you're coming into sharing. And that also relates back through your 11, showing that you have had many lives here and you're already in an the master categories of oh, what you're oh, here to do. Sense. That's incredible. That makes so much sense. And you want to know what? That's actually really comforting because I have so much traumatic shit in my oh life. My God, and yeah. I'm really proud of how I've like worked my way through all of that traumatic shit. But it, like hearing this, it's kind of like, this is what was supposed to happen. And you're Ugh, supposed to yeah. like be a voice. And there's going to be another so side of it. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's cool. cool. And the way I see the way I see numbers is numbers are pretty much perfect. You can't really manipulate them too much to not be beyond their perfect state. And that's our right. past. Our past has to be perfect in order to where we're going. And that's mm -hmm. how I like to say it is numbers don't lie. So your past can't. It's perfect. Mm. So that's cool. so beautiful. <laughs> Scarily accurate. And, <laughs> and then to end the core part of your chart, your personality number is again an eight. So that's your third eight. Your rational thought, your expression, and your personality numbers are all eights, which really brings that good luck and that good fortune. And saying that you've been through trauma, I can see that now because I don't like to focus as much on the negative side of numbers, which is right. not good, but it's how my brain tends to go. And mm -hmm. with you having so many eights, I think good luck, good luck, this is great. But there's a negative side to every single number. And so that could kind of be why it was preparing you to bring you mm -hmm. up, to elevate you to where you need to be. 100%. And now hopefully that brings the luck that you need 
and the material life that you're going to need to Absolutely. push this life forward. That was beautiful. Absolutely. That's so crazy. Beautiful read. That was gorgeous. I don't think I really talked about any of like my traumas or anything on the on the podcast, but I was in a, a really heavily abusive relationship mm-hmm. um, when I was younger and it took a lot for me to get out. And after I got out and started realizing all of this stuff about, you know, like narcissists and how that works and what the cycle of abuse is like, I've been like a very heavy advocate for um, people trying to leave domestic violence situations. And I found my soulmate from leaving my domestic violence situation. And I've created like the, the perfect family. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I mean, numbers just, they don't lie. I always feel like when I'm reading these numbers that I'm just in the wrong state of mind. Like, this must be wrong. Like, these people aren't this. But every single time I've read it, people are like, wow. Well, thanks for knowing me so well. (laughs) All up in my business. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I thank y'all for letting me up in your business. Yeah. Like, genuinely the most interesting, like, reach out to any, like, I know you said this was, so you, do you practice this as a belief and, like, way of life? This is very Um, interesting. Yeah. So actually I'm in school for metaphysics. So I consider myself a metaphysician and basically that's just the study of the other side of life. Whatever involves that is what it is. So numerology is kind of like my little niche is what I've picked up because no one's talking about it. No one's really getting Um, into it. And the people that are getting into it are doing gematria and that's a whole other state of, that's just so much deeper then most people really need to go. Yeah. It's insanely interesting. I actually got into this because of Gamatria and going into that rabbit hole, I felt like I had gone so deep that I'm like, well, how am I supposed to come out? How do I bring this to others? Because people looked at me like I was crazy when I was talking about Hebrew letters and how each of them have value. And so English letters have value. People gave me some strange looks. So I said, okay, let me um, let me find the Western this version is, of this, this on the internet. Way to reach out. Yeah, because I'm genuinely very intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. So the way I'm that. reading is I, I'm reading the Pythagorean method. There are a few different methods. Cladian method is one of them. Um, and then, of course, the Gematria goes with the Hebrew. And then there's others that go with other languages. So the one I'm doing is Pythagorean or Western numerology. So that way you guys know where I'm coming from and my such. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So going into Katie's numbers. So reading yours was just interesting because I knew you when we were in high school church. Very different. That's a long time, time ago. In our lives. <laughs> So when yeah. I saw you did this podcast, I was like, this is the opposite, Katie. I don't, I don't know her anymore. So this is an interesting I know. Reading. Oh, my God. Because it, so it related to my past knowledge, current knowledge. And so it's it's interesting. It's very so, your life, <laughs> so your life path number is a three. And that screams communication and creativity. You are this youthful energy that is just coming forward with these creative ideas, this new perspective, Mm -hmm. and reminding people that it's okay to be a little childish because it's how you're going to continue this life. And just, I I see that throughout each of you, 
with oh, yeah. how you guys do the podcast and then from previous episodes. Weird. I feel like Katie got this youth like I don't know, happy go lucky energy. And Sam's mm-hmm. got this really authoritative, like, we're gonna hold the ground <laughs> That's for it. <laughs> yes. One thousand percent. Um, and so when I read your expression number, Katie. I was kind of blown away, and this is what gave it away as to either y'all were great friends or you were related, was your expression number is an 11. So with a life path of three and an expression of 11, when you minus those numbers, you get eight. And that is called a bridge number. It gaps those numbers together. It kind of gives you another perspective. And that eight showed me another thing of, well, it's pretty similar to your triangle here, Sam, of you have 11, eight, and that bridge of gap is three. So it fits in very Isn't that perfectly. weird. Those two really big core numbers, yeah. they interlock. And that oh. generally, to me, I've seen that with um, family relations or just you guys really connect well. On top of That's the fact so you guys think the same. And the eight you know crazy <laughs> is that we are cousins, but we're technically adopted cousins. So yeah. we're, not we're not technically related, related, but yeah. So we interlock. We are related, bitch. We are related, but like not by blood. Yeah. Adoption is relation. (laughs) It's so weird. Like it was, it's meant to be. Yes. You're stuck with me, bitch. The numbers say so. Yes. (laughs) The way I've seen it, the way you're, I really hope you guys go into like looking at your period cycles and your pinnacle cycles along with those challenge cycles. They also kind of match up and you guys bounce off each other when you're having a major transition. The other one's going to have the stronghold. When one's going through another, mm-hmm. you're going to have the stronghold. So you bounce off each other very, very well, number wise, anyway. That's beautiful. That makes so much sense. Wow. So then, with your name also, since you gave me your married name, with for me, I read a married name as you have transformed and added some more numbers to your personality. Because mm-hmm. when you marry someone, it's a huge change to you. You might not yes. be the same person as you was as you were when you were single. So mm-hmm. I like to add that in. Um, so your expression changed when you were married and added that five. And that's that adventure seeker, that freedom, that risk taking, which is what you really oh need that's if you're going to be a life path of a three. Because your creativity mm-hmm. needs to be sure, needs to, you need to take risks with a lot of creative pursues and this like a podcast it's a it's a risk to start one but it's also this creative outlet so I was like that makes a lot of sense beautiful and then going down to your soul earned your heart's desire that is a one so you have this leadership role this kind of motivation of coming in here is generally a new beginning so you're coming in with this creative mindset and you're going to try and move in with this new kind of beginning of somewhere in this motivation mm-hmm. it was kind of hard to read that one because while you were born with a soul urge of one you married into a soul urge of nine so i've kind Whoa. of seen where i'm like okay are you trying to jump somewhere right. in your next lifetime or like where are you growing from that so i kind of read this well maybe your motivation is a span of all the numbers you're here for every single reason possible Wow. I've never really seen that before. So I was like, well, (laughs) that's going to be how I'm going to read it. Because it's one through nine. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, that makes me feel weird. And then then your personality number is a one as well. You were born with a soul urge and a personality number of one. 
which again is just kind of showing that um, divine connection and this leadership role and that, that's pretty much what the one carries. And when you married, it changed to a four. So you went from being the single individual person to four and the four represents stability. And for what I like to say, community. And mm, I'm kind of that. curious as to where that, where that kind of matches. Cause I was, it was harder for me to read that because it's, I didn't want my own knowledge right. previously to judge cloud that. So I was curious as how that matched with you. Right. I feel like community right now matches for me in the terms of like school friends, the thing that we created on Facebook. That's been my goal is to create community in that group. For a long time. For a while. Yeah. But especially now it feels like things are kind of like knitting together now because people are commenting more and people are recognizing other people. And I'm like, this is nice. This is wonderful. Yeah. It also makes a whole lot of sense of Katie like going to completely opposite numbers, like going from a one to a nine after, you know, by between using her maiden name and her married name, because I really think that her marriage to Joey, that is what kickstarted Katie's like transformation into yeah. becoming the woman that she is and really finding herself. If Joey is here, what has yeah. like kicked her in the ass for like the adventure yes. and stuff that you were talking about. Yes. That's all it so was weird. like You're literally kickstarted by Joey. Joey yes. gave her the freedom. At yeah. least this is this is from me looking into y'all stuff. Like Joey gave you the freedom That's to exactly be the happened. adventurous person and really find who you yeah. were. Yeah. Because before you were kind of just like Okay, this is what I'm, I'm going to be. This is what I'm supposed yeah, to be. Like, this and this is, is what I'm going to do. do. And this is what I'm going to do. Because, you know, mm -hmm. my parents said so. Yeah. Which Sarah, our Cosma saw that. Yeah. When I was young. That's, that's kind of how I was thinking too, was I didn't really know you after we both left church and high school yeah. ended. So I sort of saw your blog. I sort of kept up with it because it's fun to keep up with people, you know, on the internet, yeah. especially if they're going to share parts of themselves on there. Yes. So I kind of saw where there was this weird transition of life where you were kind of going through a lot, but yeah. immediately after you got married, everything seemed to change. Everything was a lot yeah. more, I don't know, happier. It seemed a lot more happier. Yeah. And that's just from what I saw it's on the genuine. internet. From yeah. Like, oh, yeah. definitely. So it was just, definitely. It was interesting. I, I mean, I'm sure if you've got all the information now, I'm sure Joey can like write his yeah. numbers up real quick from everything, and you guys oh, can compare can. that. And I think that would I be was gonna say amazing. we need to have Ooh, the guys episode. on. Yeah. We need to do a part two to this and yeah. have the guys on because I bet you that that would be so interesting if we can compare us as couples with our numbers. Oh, that, that would be. be so cool. I would cry. I'd I would enjoy that too because I've never gotten the opportunity to really compare couples. Like I've done Ooh, sisters or brother and sister, but yeah. couples would be that's another oh, whole reading. Oh. And the I way I like that. to say is every interpretation builds on another interpretation. So the more of these I do is how I'm going to get better. So oh, not couples will totally be oh, fun we'll help you. That would be great. Oh my God, We'd love to give you the exposure <laughs> with everybody else to listen because the same people that are listening are the ones that would want to do the same thing that we're doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So and it's so easy. You. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's really so easy. It's your birth name and your birth date. I'm pretty sure oh. everyone knows those by heart. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not. 
the yeah. if you're gonna do your birth name, you're gonna need the Pythagorean key. And I don't think I included those in my notes because I've memorized it. So if you Google it, it's gonna be one through nine. It's if you write one through nine, do the alphabet all the way to A to I, and then go back okay. to one, and then right. write it again. Yeah, so it's okay. pretty simple. Um, and yeah, anyone can do this. It's amazing when you're searching for a part of yourself, which is what most of us are doing in our 20s is trying to figure yeah. out who we are. It's just another shard of glass for you. Read your numerology, do your natal charts, mm. get all of this stuff so you know who you are a little bit. It's fun. Right. Genuinely, this was That's like so my favorite cool. episode ever. I Thank love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, when I was saying, oh, of course. Um, when I was saying how like it made so much sense and it kind of made me feel like everything was worth it, I was tearing up because yeah. like, <laughs> here I go again, I'm tearing up because like making me feeling like my trauma was actually worth something like there was uh, yeah. there was an end goal, a hurdle that I was just get over. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. That's, that's an amazing feeling, especially, yeah. you know, with how, you know, how bad traumas can be when you can mm -hmm. realize that there's a reasoning behind it, which sometimes is, I hate that saying, like, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like bullshit, like, yes. real. but I don't know, that just like hit me in the heartstrings for some mm -hmm. reason today. Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad it did, because that's, that's what I want to do is to like hit those heartstrings on people, because that's, this is a huge transformation. Once you know these numbers, it transforms you. And on top of the fact that we're going into eclipse season, so April right. 30th, we're gonna go through this major transformation with our partial solar eclipse, which we won't get to see here, but it's yeah. still gonna affect us for the next six months. Um, mm. So we're all about to go through something amazing. Oh, damn. <laughs> and the way I always say is, there is no wrong place and there is no wrong time. Everything is perfect yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Mm, so true. Beautiful. Thank you for coming on. This was great. We appreciated all that work you did yeah, and all the absolutely. notes. Beautiful to have this. Well, thank you for this community moment. you guys have created because honestly, oh, this yeah. is probably oh, one of my favorite cry. communities to be on. <laughs> oh my God, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Bo, we're too emotional for this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Cosmo. We've Thank enjoyed you. this so yeah. much. And seriously, we would love on. to have you back Please. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Whenever yeah. you all have time, I'm always here. Well, we'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah, we'll hit you up for sure. Have a, yeah, have a good night. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. And then you kick her out. I kicked her out. <laughs> I almost pressed the ban button. It was like... <laughs> No. Oh my god, I would never do that. That was that so was, beautiful. I loved her so much. It was beautiful, but it's insane. It's oh scary. my god, it gives me chills, dude. It's fucking you wild. and me were intertwined before this even happened, dude. That is crazy. Scary. That's what makes me believe in something greater. If it's not God, it's gotta be something. It's else, numbers. Man. It's fucking yeah. I, it's fucking numbers, bitch. The we, fuck <laughs> can't get away from them. We have to get the guys on and get yeah. theirs done i yeah. would love to see what joey has to say about like numerology yes oh, but i would love to see how like it... debating with her <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see how it like correlates with us as couples oh god i'm ready to be bone chilled i'm scared we can make that a oh. whole episode yes oh my god 
We should have made this a whole episode. I would have loved to have her on oh, for like two hours, bro. That was great. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. That. I could cry. We're going to have to cut her back on. Yeah, agreed. We're literally going to run to the Instagram DMs and be like, when do you want to come back? Let's <laughs> <laughs> come back on our show. <laughs> Um, Anyways, what was I? <laughs> just I'm, I'm like really emotional. emotional. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm flustered. Oh my, oh my god, I don't know. Just <laughs> working so hard to make this community what it is is our fucking lives outside of being moms. It really is. He is a mom to three babies. One is cooking. I yeah. have a baby here, and it is our lives to just be with these babies and work on this podcast. It is it our sole wish that this community becomes great and warming and loving and like all intertwined. Like I hope all of our little numbers meet like this. Right. And it's, it's so it's because we've both felt life like outcasts yes. before yes. for our interests, for the things that we like, for the things that we like to read. Never have I been myself like up until this moment. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. we want, there's people out there who are just like us that love this spooky, scary, yes. witchy stuff. There's people yes. who are just like us and we want to create a community that is a safe space Yes, for these people. Agreed. Fully agreed. And so also to hear her say that she appreciates us creating that community, <laughs> not just about, I'm going to, I'm going to go cry. I'm going to go cry. <laughs> okay. um, but also like, it's so weird with your numbers because like you were destined to do something creative. Katie has had blogs before. Katie has had podcasts before. Like she was bound <laughs> to do something creative. At some point it was going to happen. You it's know? so weird because it's, it's almost so like weird. our our numbers matching up and with the creativity is like we were supposed to do this together. together. I know. We just kept missing each other. It's like <laughs> devastating because we both supported each other and whatever we were doing. And we just never like connected that it needed to be us together, like right. doing this and working as a team. So I was like, weird. no, I can do it by myself. <laughs> but I had no motivation. Having you here keeps me motivated to stay consistent. And I love oh, working same. with you. Like if you weren't here, I would be nothing. I would be a mess. I'd be we like, would have stopped. We if it was <laughs> us, like either one of us by ourselves, we would have stopped 20 episodes ago. Hell yeah. <laughs> Like, sorry, almost guys. 30 episodes in is the most bonkers thing and we love no. having you guys here like i oh my god it makes me want to cry yeah I'm anyway gonna cry i'm this. gonna go cry <laughs> after this i'm gonna wipe all my makeup off with tears but um uh you guys can follow us at these little things you can go to twoghoulspodcast.com or twoghouls.com i recommend two ghouls because two ghouls podcast is technically linked but yeah. anyway you can find our merch there we have a blog that we just launched that sam's written already two posts for oh, yeah um, i did tarot tuesday yesterday yeah a weekly tarot tuesday Head to twoghouls.com. Go to You can have your tarot read every week. You can read it at any time in the week. It's still for you. Um, what else have we done? We've been working a lot. We've just been working, working, working. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yesterday with the fucking website. We, oh, we my God. Literally, you just said it, and it was like blocked trauma <laughs> in my brain. I was like, what is she talking about? I don't PTSD. <laughs> I have PTSD. We should have talked man. about this in the beginning of the episode because oh we're gonna went on a full-blown tangent like long story <laughs> short 
Katie you, can't, <laughs> you can't tell me that you're going to make a fire by standing around telling me that you're going to pick up sticks, okay? Does that make sense to you? Okay, okay if not, then that's fine. Just just go get sticks. Like, dead ass. Oh, my God. It was the same. All right, guys, I got to at least explain a little bit. <laughs> there was no possible way that I could be making this shit up because of how crazy it was, but... This man kept at, kept saying, he kept saying like, all right, I'm going to do X, Y, Z for you. And yeah. I'd be like, all right. Great. Cool. Okay. Yeah. 20 minutes goes 20 by. 20 minutes goes by. And he would text me and it would be like, agent is typing. And I'd be like, fuck, what is it? And he'd be like, definitely about to go do this thing right now. Just to confirm. Just to confirm, like can me. we do this? And he would be, oh my God. <laughs> The part where he was like, oh, yes, I really like your site, by the way. I was like, thanks. And um, there was just never any at any point did he ever do what he said he was going to do. But he always made sure to tell me what he was going to do before he didn't do it. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing to my brain right now? I'm like, I'm losing my shit. And then he was talking in riddles. Katie said it was like we were talking to the Riddler from Batman. Yes, it really was. It was the way. Why? How was it that he was talking to me? That was so confusing. I was like, he just would not be straightforward about what it was that we needed and why it wasn't working the way that it was. Well, you know. Yeah, I I asked him to, to put me on a plan that gave me X Y Z, and he would be like, "All right, you want a plan with X Y Z?" And I'd be like, "Yep," and he'd be like, "Great." 20 minutes later, I'm not on the plan that I just said I wanted to be on. And he's like, what happened? <laughs> What's the can he I help you with anything else? He literally at one point was like, anything else I can help you with? And I was like, let's get straight with the first problem. Then we'll move on to the next. <laughs> it was literally so infuriating because it oh was like, God. okay, you need to have you need to have this to be able <laughs> To connect your domain to your website or whatever. So you yeah. need this. We're like, okay, sure. just give me that. <laughs> okay. An hour goes by. Katie was literally talking to this guy from 930 in the morning until one o'clock in the afternoon. It was. So he's like, okay, um, I want this. Okay, go ahead. Charge me for this. He does it. An hour later, when we're like, why isn't this still working? He goes, oh, well, because you needed the upgraded version of the thing that you just bought. I was like, but you, why but did you? But I. <laughs> it's like the Spider-Man meme. Where it's like, <laughs> I was like, why didn't you give me that one? Like, this guy was, oh, my God. I want to, I told like, Sam, I was like, I want to sit down across the table from this man and just be like. <laughs> and in the middle of it to have the nerve to be like oh i love your site like it's great nice ass <laughs> and then Jesus katie got so cut up to the point that danny ended up calling both katie yeah. and i were so we went, we went and cried <laughs> okay it was like a four-hour phone conversation we cried what are you gonna do about it god yeah i was i like had to go take a nap i took a nap I took a nap afterwards because yep. I was so pissed. I was like, what a horrible day. I, my Dude, day is ruined. He went <laughs> so outside sweet. at work to go call them. He's so sweet. We love Danny. And you we know were what? like having a meltdown. <laughs> he, he told me that the guy on the phone was also like, 
wow, your site looks great. It's so cool. <laughs> and he was like, dang. That has to guy, be like a quote that they have to say oh, or something. Exactly. And apparently be. the guy was trying to, to sell him something for like Google ads or whatever. And he was like, listen, I'm not the boss here. I don't have the authority <laughs> to okay these purchases and the guy was like well you know but like you need like you need this for sure blah 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 and he was like listen I am not the boss I am not one of the ghouls and the guy was like well I'm gonna just put it in your cart and he said okay I'll tell the boss is that (laughs) why he ended up doing that like I put it in your cart because I went to our cart and I was like that's totally something that we actually didn't really need and I was like what a weird thing to do like they were just trying to upsell us I'm pretty sure crazy ass go daddy oops (laughs) I said their name (laughs) fuck you Riverside (laughs) (laughs) fuck you too um go mommy (laughs) bye mommy you guys could sponsor us after that kind of phone call that would be really nice yeah that'd be great that would be great give us something for free after all of this fucking a we took a we took a loss yesterday was it two days ago now i don't even remember how long it was yesterday it was yesterday it felt like two days straight my face is crooked have you ever noticed that (laughs) your face is crooked look at it my eyeball is like slightly lower than that one you're just unsymmetrical. <laughs> I think everybody is. Does everybody? Do you ever just like look at yourself and you're like, mm. one of my eyes is bigger than the other. One of my boobs is like that, dude. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh. Fucking being a girl sucks. I was telling Joey yesterday about how bad it sucks to be a girl. He um he was talking about. He was like, I just can't imagine. You know. It was something very private. <laughs> Basically, I just ended up telling him that girls have it way harder than men. Oh, yeah. 100%. And he was like, yeah, you guys have it really rough. I'll get into this later. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going I off. told Danny, I was like, you know, imagine pushing a watermelon out of your urethra. Like, I still can't like imagine we, that, dude, because I didn't it do it. Oh, you, you had your organs out, pulled outside of your body like i kind of wonder if they did you know that in some cases they do do that they like yeah. pick up your like shit and put it and pull them out of you yeah crazy girl. i would have loved to have seen it on video i wish i wish i wish i asked someone to I video see what my intestines look like <laughs> i want to see like is it real like do i really have is there a skeleton in there i don't believe you <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> that it's not on. real. It's like, not real. My brain just does not compute that anything is real that isn't right in front of it. I'm yeah, such a doubting Thomas. I'm so fucking weird about it. Like, I get it though. No. Even if I see like really traumatic things on TV. That's like, not time, real. I'm like, CGI. that's fake. Why is my brain so And then like people, it'll like, Something will happen in real life that'll like shock me back into the system, like like a family member dying or like something really traumatic going on in like a relationship, and I'm like, oh, it is real. Oh "Oh, shit! (laughs) It's just like I my that's just how my brain fucking works. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, guys, (laughs) I'm a go. (laughs) I'm a head out. (laughs) 